When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to West Indies on 99.94 Cricket Every Day. My name is Mashal St. Patrick Hewitt, one half of the Caribbean Cricket Podcast. And with me as ever, it's Antokia Nagilendron, the other half of the Caribbean Cricket Podcast. West Indies on 99.94 is your new home for West Indies cricket content. And we'll be dropping into your podcast feed on YouTube or the 99.94 app several times every week. So... Please rate, review and subscribe. And more importantly of all, thanks for joining Cricket's Conversation. Today on West Indies on 99.94, we are going to be discussing the latest hot topic in West Indies cricket. Santoki, it's never a quiet day in West Indies cricket. And today, (laughs) or should I say yesterday at the time of recording, was probably the loudest of them all. Shimron Hetmeyer Santoki, take it away. We're going to have to call this one an emergency podcast. Michelle, I was sitting down yesterday enjoying my evening when I got an email from Cricket West Indies saying Shamar Books has replaced Shimron Hetmeyer for the 2022 T20 World Cup. Shimron Hetmeyer is not taking part in the World Cup. He's been replaced. Now, you know what? I'm going to go with the official press release for what Cricket West Indies have sent. Okay, so I'm going to read that out and then we can discuss it. So, the decision by the Cricket West Indies selection panel was made as Shimron Hetmeyer missed his rescheduled flight to Australia, which had been changed from Saturday 1st of October at his request due to family reasons. With flight availability a real challenge, a seat was found for him to leave Guyana today, meaning Monday meaning he would unfortunately miss the T20s against Australia. But on Monday morning, Mr. Hetmeyer informed the director of cricket, Jimmy Adams, that he would not be able to get to the airport in time for his flight this afternoon to New York. Now, Michelle, of all the drama, of all the West Indian cricket stories, this might be the most West Indian story I've ever heard. <laughs> Shimbon Hetmeyer has said he is not going to the World Cup because he could not make it to the airport in time to catch his flight to New York. Now, Michelle, this could this could be a 20 minutes of you cussing out, but let's get your initial reactions. What are your thoughts about this? Do you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna start off with first things first by just getting this straight off the bat. And this is for fans of Shimron Hetmeyer. This is for people who maybe even agree with what West Indies have done. Me personally, and I don't speak on behalf of Santoki, I only can speak for myself. Santoki, I'm done with Shimon I'm done with him. I'm done with him, Santoki. I'm done with Shimon my lord. Like, normally when I say things like this, I try to caveat it and say, you know, like, Shimon's my guy. Like, he's such a special talent. We should try to find ways to work with him to make sure that he can fulfil his talent. But I think I'm done now. And I don't want that to sound like one of those kind of like bitter old uncles who's like, oh, back in my day. But let me put this in perspective. Think of all the things that have happened in West Indies cricket and things that 
players have been criticised for in the past. Uh, I think the analogy I'll draw here is, remember that England tour when Chris Gale arrived two days before the Test match and everybody cussed him out and said, how dare you, you're you're desecrating the good name of Test cricket. This guy, Hetmeyer, didn't even get on the plane. He didn't even get on the plane after asking for a rearrangement for that for the for the flight. I don't I mean I don't want to put too much hyperbole on it, Santoki, but this is up there. This is up there in probably in terms of optics, I don't know how more how much more disrespectful he could have looked in terms of optics. And the key thing for people to kind of notice about this story, and I'm I'll hand it back to you, Santoki is the, the name of the, the Cricket West Indies individual who was involved in trying to sort this out was Jimmy Adams. Now, we've had Jimmy Adams on the Caribbean Cricket Podcast recently, I think about a month ago, and Jimmy was at pains to point out how much he and people like Johnny Grave have tried to work with the players to create a more harmonious environment to try and ensure that everybody's kind of going in the same direction. If Jimmy Adams, the director of cricket, is turning round and saying, you know what, we need to just pick someone else and move on past Shimron, I would venture to say that it really reached its last straw. If he was the one turning round saying, you know what, we, we can't bend over backwards no more for this guy. We just got to pick someone else and move. So I can't, I can't defend Shimron over this at all. Yeah, no, I, I agree with what you're saying. I mean, we have seen this before in West Indies cricket with Fabian Allen missing a plane to the CPL. But this is a whole different level. This is a World Cup, the pinnacle of, of T20 cricket. And I think what you said, um, you can kind of hear the despondency in the press release they sent out. I mean, they could have easily have covered it up by saying he, there were personal reasons why Hetmeyer couldn't come out and play. But they've given us the full story. So credit to Cricket West Indies for giving us that transparency. By the looks of it, it appears that Hetmeyer, if he didn't, he, did, he couldn't make the rescheduled flight. I don't know if he was asking to be dropped or if he thought he'd be dropped, but it looks like Cricket West Indies took the decision to drop him and said, you know what, Shamar Brooks, we're going to fly him out later in the week because Hetmeyer is essentially wasting our time. Now, what this means for Hetmeyer, it's hard to see how he makes his way back into West Indies. I mean, it might seem dramatic to say, but something of this nature, I mean, the amount of chances and opportunities he's been given to kind of reintegrate himself back into the side, to miss a World Cup, um, as one of the key figures, because no matter how you put it, Shimon Hetmeyer would be key to West Indies' chances of progressing. For him to miss it, for for essentially saying that he couldn't be, he couldn't be bothered, that's kind of what I took from the press release. He couldn't be bothered to make it to the airport. There seemed to be no immediate reason as to why he couldn't make it to the airport. If there were personal reasons for for him missing the first flight, then fair enough. But for for the for it to state that he missed the second flight because he couldn't make it to the airport. It's ridiculous. And I don't see how, I think, as you said at the beginning, I think Guyanese fans had given Shimon Hetmai a lot of credit in the bank because he was Guyanese, but I don't see how fans move past this. If you've missed the World, World Cup, essentially because you couldn't be bothered to catch the plane, I don't see how you managed to get the forgiveness of West Indian fans who are known for their critical cussouts. I mean, let, let's, let's add even more context for it. Like, <laughs> we know that there's like, stories for and reasons for why someone like uh, Sunil Narayan, let's take Sunil, and why he's missed World Cups in the past. Sometimes people have said it's about action, this, that, this, that, right? Okay. But Sunil's never put himself in a position where it's clear that the cuss out must be directed at him. 
if you see what I mean. Sunil's always played the game. He's always said, well, listen, I'm available. If you might want to pick me, I'm available. Where, how much truth there is to that or not, who knows? But the point is, he's always said publicly, I'm available to be picked, whatever. The, the, there's no dressing up of this one. Uh, and I've tried Santoki. Even, let me try, let me try. Let's just say it's a family emergency. Let's just say that. What you then do in that situation, as seems to be the case with the first flight, is you say, well, can you put me on the next flight? Now, based on that press release, Cricket West Indies said to him, listen, coming out of Guyana and connections and this, that, that's the only flight we can do for you. If it was as deep as a family emergency, the press release and Shimron's element or part of the press release would have said something like, Shimron Hetmeyer requested for the flight to be rearranged with the hope that he could maybe get it. Like, like do, 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 do you know what I mean? It, it doesn't read like that. It reads as Shimron requested for the flight to be rearranged with the assumption that he's going to get on the rearranged <laughs> rearrange flight. I, oh my gosh. I don't know, Santoki, what industry you can work in where you say to your bosses, you know what, put me on the next flight, and then you just don't show up. You, you, the, man did, the man said, I can't make it. I can't make it for the next flight. I don't know. Um, for me, for me, Santoki, if, if, if the knock-on effect of this was that he wasn't picked for the West Indies now for the next year, I'd say he deserves it if the knock-on effect. I don't think, I don't think, because remember, he doesn't have a central contract. So it's not like he'd be in violation of any kind of contract here. If they just don't pick him now as almost like some form of internal punishment, I'd say, you know what? Yeah, you deserve that. Yeah. It's a lot to take in, Mash, and I think we're going to need a breather to get some water or something stronger. So we're going to take a quick break and we'll see you on the other side. You're listening to Cricket's Conversation on 99.94. Whatever your team, we have the show for you on podcast, YouTube, or on the 99.94 app. We have India, England, South Africa, West Indies, and now Sri Lanka covered. If you want to find us, the best way is to follow us on social media at 9994DM by downloading the 9994 app or Google 99.94 on podcast. We speak cricket. Okay, now, Mash, going back to Hetmeyer, I think as well, it's important to emphasise the context of it. This isn't the first sort of issue Cricket West Indies have had with Hetmeyer. He's failed fitness tests in the past. Um, and also the optics, I think, which really looks bad. Are obviously, he had, a, he had a newborn child during the IPL. He flew out from India back to Guyana and then got a plane to make it for the playoffs of Rajasthan Royals. Now, if he can't be bothered to make a plane to play for West Indies, what signal is that saying? Essentially, you can deduce from that. You don't have to be a genius to deduce that. He essentially values his IPL contract more than he does for playing at a World Cup for West Indies. That's how fans are going to see it. So for me, in the context of Hetmeyer and his passing discretions and also the commitment he's shown here in contrast to the IPL means, as you said, I don't even know if it'll be a year if, if we see Shimon Hetmeyer. It might be a while to kind of reintegrate him into the side. Bearing in mind, he hasn't played 50 over cricket for West Indies in over a year. 
Um, he's, he doesn't look like he's going to find Red Bull form. So it's hard to see how he makes his comeback into the setup, but maybe that's what he wants. Maybe he just wants to be a franchise a circuit player, and um, which is fair enough, but you have to be transparent. Essentially, the worst thing about this is the fact he's committed to being selected to the side and taking it all the way to the last minute before pulling out because you've essentially wasted the time of selectors and also Shamar Brooks now has to scurry in. If Shimon Hetmeyer had said from the get-go, I don't want to be selected for the World Cup, you could prepare. Have someone fill in for him, whether it be a Shamar Brooks or Fabian Allen. Have them prepared in. Now you've essentially hindered the chances of the side because Shamar Brooks is going to have to rush in, not have any preparation and potentially start with his first game being a World Cup match. So for me, it's not even thinking about the individual. It's kind of the ramifications for the West Indies team, which he's shown no thought for. Yeah, I think that's a major point. I, I think it's a really major point, to be fair. It, it, it's much bigger than just kind of the microcosm of Shimron Hetmeyer missing the plane. Um, it mashes up um, preparations. Let, I mean, let's get this right. Well, let's have this right. Shimron was going to play. If he'd gone to the World Cup, he was a certainty to play, whether it be at number four, number five, number six, whatever. He was a certain starter. And let's let let's also be clear, Santoki, this isn't like this is a this is a West Indies side that's also missing, whether people agree they should be there or shouldn't be there. There's no Dre Russ, there's no Sonona Ryan, there's no Fabian Allen. Now take those three out. You just look at the T20 side as a whole, and Shimon was probably one of the more experienced players in that side at the age of 25 when you count in his kind of IPL experience and all of that. So uh, I, 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 I just, I'm almost lost for words. I'm almost lost for words in some regards in terms of what or what you say or, or, or what happens next. And I think, I think if I touch on one aspect that you, you kind of spoke about as well, there was an easy cover for this, for Shimron. And this is why I don't think we can defend him. Because if he if it was about not wanting or not being able to get the plane, just say from the get-go, personal reasons. People would have cussed, but nobody can, you can't, it's like, it's a perfect get-out clause, personal reasons. Don't disclose what the personal reasons are. You kind of get away with it. Um, to say, book me on the next flight, I'll be there, and then you don't make the next flight. I, I, like I said at the start, optics and the optics are important. Um, I, don't, I, just, I don't know. I just don't know. Sport is sport at the end of the day, but I just, and for West Indies, it always seems to be bigger than sports. I just don't know how we reintegrate him after this. And here's why, Santoki. If you can do this for a World Cup, why would you play bilaterals? Why would you play meaningless bilateral series? T20 series don't mean anything, right? In terms of points, uh, world championship tables. So if Shimron set the bar now, <laughs> man said, I'm not getting the plane to the World Cup. So clearly you don't need to get the plane to any bilateral series ever again. The next World Cup is next year's ODI World Cup. That Santoki, that's next, what, summer is it? Or is it earlier than that? I can't remember, right? He said, why would he go to the next World Cup then? Would West Indies even pick him for the next World Cup? So do you, do you see, I mean, once you set the bar that high in terms of what you're willing to disregard, I don't see why you would ever play for West Indies again. You might as well say you're done. You might as well come out and say, you know what? I'm retiring from international duty. I'm just going to play IPL for the rest of my life. I don't need West Indies cricket. It might as well. I, like, I don't, 
Of course, if he doesn't do that, Santoki, the only other option is, and this is going to sound ridiculous, and some people will hear this and be like, Mash, what are you talking about? But the only op- other option is, and I'm speaking to his agent when I say this, is he might have to do four more public apology. <laughs> Listen. I know that sounds silly, but think about it. Think about the optics. If he doesn't do four more public apology, how does, do you see what I mean? How do you... How do you how do you get control of the narrative to convince people that you actually want to play for West Indies then? Yeah, well, this is this is the thing. Whenever we've talked about Russell or Narayan, we've always said, okay, fair enough, they might miss bilaterals, but if they're called up for a World Cup and they play at a World Cup, that almost sort of redeems themselves because the World Cup is actually what matters. So, like you said, the context of him missing the pinnacle of T20 cricket, or probably across all formats, what players look forward to a World Cup. If he's missing that, what are we bringing him back for? Because he's missed the main event. So what are we bringing him back for? Are we going to bring him back for bilaterals? What's the purpose if he's actually missed the event that mattered? Um, so as you said, the optics are key here. And it'd be, I'd love to be on a fly in the water to kind of find out what Nicholas Poran is thinking and the t- his teammates, because ultimately the nature of this is obviously let down the side. And as you said, it well, Cricket West Indies were already reeling. I think from last year, we were missing about six of the first 11 that played um, in the World Cup. If you take Gale, DJ Bravo, Ravi Rampal, Lendl Simmons, Andre Russell. So to lose Hetmeyer, who did play at that World Cup last year, we've lost another vital piece of um, experience. And it essentially boils down to Nicholas Poran and Evan Lewis as the only real seasoned experienced players in this side. So it's going to be a massive task and a, a massive, massive blow. And you feel if West Indies do fall out early in the group stages or even the qualifiers, you do feel... Um, probably Hetmeyer has no chance of ever getting back into the side because he will be one of the people that fans blame, even though he won't be taking part in the tournament. But massive, massive blow. And as you said, I don't think we've fully processed kind of how comical this all is, Mash. <laughs> it's just you can't make it up. No, you, you really can't. You really can't. And, it, and again, it, it fits our mantra, Santoki, that just when you think you've seen everything in West Indies cricket, the... The, the region's team and the individuals find another way to surprise everyone. I don't think anyone could have seen this coming. Missing a flight to a missing a <laughs> flight to a World Cup. The man missed a flight to the World Cup like it was just some any old flight he was getting. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I missed a flight before, right? There was um, I mean, w- one time I had to get a flight to go visit my parents um, in Jamaica. And I remember that I got to the airport and I was lining up and I had my earphones in and I didn't hear them make like the final call to go to boarding. And I just missed the flight. They closed the gate and I didn't even realize this guy didn't even leave his front. He didn't even leave his door. He didn't even leave his house. Man just text and said, oh, yeah, I'm not coming. <laughs> so great. So um, as, as self-sabotage goes, that, that's quite extraordinary. Um, but you know what, Santoki, let, let's take another quick break. And then on the other side, I think we should we should possibly look at, so what does that mean for our World Cup chances? If you love the language of cricket and want more, then head over to the 99.94 app and you can hear all of our podcasts and cricket commentary. We're adding new shows all the time and covering cricket series from all over the world. Be the first to hear all of our announcements by following us on social media at 9994DM. Welcome to Cricket's Conversation. So, Santoki, in this final segment, let's just think about the kind of 
implications for the World Cup now. You and I have discussed previously on uh, previous episodes of West Indies on 99.94 about the T20 World Cup squad and World Cup chances and this, that and the other, right? Um, without Hetmeyer, obviously Shamar Brooks has come in. Would it be too... Is he so important that getting out of the group now looks even harder or would you still look at our squad and say no we're still supposed to qualify out of a group with Zimbabwe Scotland and Ireland do you still think we're supposed to end in the in the top two or do you think Hetmeyer's absence and let and in fairness let's add this and the kind of major upheaval that now creates does that put us in a situation where we could conceivably say we might not even get out of the qualifying group. No, I think personally we still should be favourites to get out because there's two places in the group and we've had the advantage of having a domestic tournament, the CPL running, which means players have, have had that game time and experience. The likes of Brandon King, Carl Mayers should be confident that they can put up the runs. I think with Hetmeyer, the difference is, ironically, I don't think he makes a massive difference to qualifiers. It's just the fact that he's one of the few players in the side who has that X factor when you're playing in Australia or England he can produce that innings to take us over the line. So I think we're missing out on the potential of his X factor, which is going to be a big blow when we play the more experienced sides if we get through to that first round. But I think qualifiers, we should, with the quality of players we still have, I think we should be favourites to kind of get through. And ironically, I think with West Indies cricket, we saw it at the 2016 World Cup. We've seen it in the past of individual players. When there's a media cuss out and their backs are against the wall, they tend to perform better. So it wouldn't surprise me if all of this all of the talk about players missing, because essentially all the talk about Russell and Orion Hetmeyer missing is kind of like throwing disrespect at the current players saying that they can't cope without these guys. So you never know. It could bind this group of players a lot stronger together and we could see them perform well. Um, I think Shamar Brooks is, will be able to put up runs. Um, I think in, especially in situations where we lose early wickets, if we're 23 for two, Brooks can come in score at 100 strike rate, but keep the runs ticking. So I think Brooks is a good middle order batsman to come in. But And also, it's been confirmed we're not taking any reserve players to the with the side. So this 15 squad is kind of who we have to work with. So I think, bearing in mind everything going on, Brooks is obviously an adequate replacement. I just think the circumstances of him, so he's going to miss the two T20s against Australia, he's going to have to rush in, isn't going to help his game. Um, but I think we just have to make do. I think Hetmeyer is a big blow, but it's not a definitive blow for the side. I think we can still pull through. But Mash, let's talk about kind of books coming through. Do you think that was the right option? Would he have been your first choice to come in or would you have brought in someone else um, for Hetmeyer? I think we've got to look at what we said in our last episode, right? We, When we recorded the episode 21, we assumed that there was going to be some reserves taken to the World Cup. And you and I kind of said that, well, we'd take Shamar Brooks and we'd take Fabian Allen. So on the basis that we would have taken Brooks as a reserve, if that was an option, I think you've got to go like for like. Obviously, Brooks isn't the same as Shimron Hetmeyer, but it's got to be batter for batter. Um, the, the, the only question mark for me is whether that means Brooks can now go straight into the squad, uh, into the team even. Or does that now open up a spot for the left-handed Raymond Reefer, for example? It's just it's now just going to be interesting to see how they work their final eleven selection with Hetmeyer out. Maybe now that solves the issue of how Evan Lewis gets in the side. Maybe he now does get a spot in the side because Shimron Hetmeyer definitely isn't in the side. So um, I've got no issue with that, and I think you also have to take into consideration Brooks is coming in 
of a significant form based on his performance in the Eliminators qualifiers in the final of CPL. So I think it's the right call. Um, whether not taking reserves is the right call or not, well, that remains to be seen. But I think taking Brooks is the right call. And it's important as well, just finally, Santoki, that I should add, because someone messaged us and said, um, how comes... So if you think about it, Hetmeyer missed the first flight, or sorry, asked for a re- rearrangement of the flight, then missed the flight, right? Brooks isn't in Australia. He's now having to fly from Barbados to Australia. So someone actually did point out, well, hold on, they, they have to now organise for Brooks to get to Australia, suggesting that they could have organised another flight for Hetmeyer to get to Australia as well, if you see what, if you catch my drift. But the point that everyone needs to understand is Cricket West Indians have taken a stance, and that's how you know, Santoki, that this is more serious than some people realise. Cricket West Indies could easily have booked Shimron Hetmeyer a third flight. He would have probably missed the two T20s versus Australia, which Brooks is now going to miss as well. But this shows you that the point being made here is now the principle. They've clearly made a principle point and said, you have messed us about, you're not going. We'd rather take Shamar Brooks, who also can't play the T20s versus Australia, because we see him... The, impl- the, 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 the implication here, Santoki, has to be that they see him more as a team guy than bending over backwards even more so to get Shimon Hetmar on a third flight. Yeah, I think that was what we took from the press release, the fact that they said they've dropped him. It was Shimon Hetmar has been dropped from the World Cup side. Um, so that indicated that when Hetmar said he couldn't make the rearranged flight, he wasn't necessarily saying, I'm not going to the World Cup. He might have been saying, I need to get another flight. And West Indies essentially just decided there and then, listen, we're not going to give you any more chances. Well, we will get Shamar Books to fly out later this week. So it definitely is from the wording of the press release, the onus was on Cricket West Indies to make the decision not to take Hetmeyer to the World Cup. So essentially he's been dropped. He hasn't withdrawn from the World Cup, which implies that he was still open or he was still verbally agreeing that he will fly out to Australia. But Cricket West Indies have had enough. Um, Whether that... So much to take in, but whether that extends to how long that extends to um, West Indies ever kind of reaching out to him again. We've seen with Sunil Narayan, Desmond Haynes didn't even reach out to him this time. So is that a case of Shimon Hetmeyer? Unless he sort of either formally apologises or consistently reaches out to Cricket West Indies, is that the end of it? Are they going to stop making an effort to ever select him for sides? Which would be a shame. He's at the what should be the peak of his career, 26, 27. Um, too many factors going on, though, for him to reach his potential at the moment. But Mash... We've seen that almost an unprecedented level of cuss out in the region in the initial hours. And this this is going to go on for days and days. And you just worry, as you alluded to earlier, is this going to sort of distract from West Indies World Cup campaign? Yeah, they'll, they'll have to shut the noise out. If I'm, if I'm Phil Simmons, I'm blocking out all the news. I'm not, I'm trying to tell my, I'm probably trying to limit the amount of media engagements he has to do or Puran might have to, because it's inevitable, Santogi. Next engagement Puran turns up to, every Caribbean media is asking him about Hetmeyer. It's inevitable that that's the questions that people are going to ask. So if, if I'm managing this situation in a kind of media crisis situation, I'm probably going on media blackout um, because you don't want the conversation to be about Hetmeyer. And I think finally, just the final thing I will say on Hetmeyer, just to remind people about some stuff and why Santoki and I are saying that Cricket West Indies may, may actually be completely fed up with him now. This is before Santoki. All of this is before we even mention the fact that the guy failed three fitness <laughs> tests in two years. So what we now have to say is in the space of two and a half years, 
Shimron Hetmeyer has failed three fitness tests and missed a rearranged flight that he asked for. Now, I'm just saying, look at the evidence. Whatever people want to say and whatever excuses people want to give, and even Shimron, if he's watching this, just look at the raw facts. Three failed fitness tests and missing a rearranged flight to a World Cup, a flight that you asked to be rearranged. If you said that and took the name out of the equation and just said who did that, your gut instinct would your gut instinct would be that this person is a highly unprofessional sports athlete, whatever you want to use, sports star, cricket star, whatever it might be. So in my book, Santoki, I started with it. I'm going to end with it. I'm done with Shimon Hetman. <laughs> and on that note, we'll let Michelle go and recover, guys. So stay locked. <laughs> Thanks for listening to West Indies on 99.94. Please rate, review and subscribe. You can also download the 99.94 app from wherever you get your apps. If you'd like to follow us personally, go to at Carib Cricket on Twitter and Instagram. You can also head to www.caribbeancricketpodcast.com where you can find links to everything we do outside of 99.94. If you'd like to follow us personally, you can find Santolki at Santolki89 and Michelle at MashSTPaddy. Remember, if you love cricket, then 99.94 is the home of cricket audio. Follow them for podcasts and commentary from the world of cricket. Sports stars. They're like superheroes. But they're actually real. Which is why we've made a podcast about them. You see... They've all got a story. But too many of these stories were cut short. Colby Bryant. Payne Stewart. Flo jo, Phil Hughes. Justin Fashionew. We're writing episodes about all of them. And sadly, many more. Death of a Sports Star. A new series from Crowd Network. <laughs>